TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted, man. What the fuck? everybody welcome to episode 90 of the topless robot podcast my name is ryan i'm not dead yet my name is brooks i'm dan and we have no guest this week um we were going to have a guest unfortunately something came up that guest will be joining us next week and we're super excited to have him on this week uh is largely going to be uh probably a lot of uh, solemnity and making fun of racists. So if that's not your steez, then unsubscribe now because we're going to make fun of racists. racists. Suck. Hey, there were some a little bit of nerdy things that happened this week that I enjoyed. Yeah, all involving <laughs> racism. <laughs> so Tell them, Brooks, racism. racism over. Brooks just killed it. <laughs> so um, is Jesse the body Ventura. <laughs> probably uh my favorite uh thing this week. And and so we're gonna come out strong here. <clears throat> Has been watching the meltdown of one angry gamer. Yeah, what the fuck is up with his list? What happened? So, I missed this. One Angry Gamer is apparently a very shitty WordPress site. It's an extremely shitty WordPress site. And this guy who has been in complete obscurity, like he has no traffic until now, when he started building a list of traitors to America for each company that has come out and made a state in support of Black Lives Matter. Mm, um, and not just companies, but individuals as well. And sometimes mixed with some backwards compliments. So like Markiplier's on the list. And when, so for everyone on the list, he also has in parentheses uh, what they are, what they do, or whatever. Markiplier's on the list and his parents say chocolatey smooth voice <laughs> but he's canceled because he's a traitor to america uh, uh internet comment etiquette i'm so happy to see is uh right up in his uh replies with uh, shirtless old men um and uh this list is i mean it's it's just oh. hilarious so you know um uh, Obviously, PlayStation uh, came out and said, uh, uh, we have decided to postpone the PlayStation 5 event scheduled for June 4th. While we understand gamers worldwide are excited to see PS5 games, we do not feel that right uh, now is a time for celebration. And for now, we want to stand back and allow more important voices to be heard. This is a sentiment that is been is basically been repeated by pretty much everyone right now, because in case you haven't noticed, there's an incredible civil rights movement underway as we speak and has been for nearly two weeks. And so uh, one angry gamer got called out by by someone because so one angry gamer started this list called Traders of America. And he has been, you know, 
basically replying to these sentiments by saying, you just made the list, you just made the list, etc. So, uh, he, uh, got called out by someone saying, yeah, you know, whatever, uh, you know that you're just going to be right back to playing AAA titles, you know, whatever, you know, this and that. Um, and he goes, jokes on you. I only play Nintendo games and almost on <laughs> cue. Nintendo came out with their statement supporting black lives matter. Uh, I think probably one of the more recent tweets I saw was in response to uh, Dungeons and Dragons coming out in solidarity with Black Lives Matter and him just responding, fuck, we're just losing everything, aren't we? No, we are not losing anything. You're losing everything because you're a racist piece of shit. Um, This list is huge. This list is obscenely long. Um, What's, What's like the weirdest thing on that list? I should say, like, the, the most, like, uh, what? So, uh, there's 512 companies on the list and 356 individuals, uh, celebrities on the list. Kind of makes me laugh that the ACLU's on here. Like, did you not expect that? We can't have nice things anymore. Uh, Not the ACLU too. Let's see. McDonald's. <laughs> sacred. McDonald's is on here. Logitech is on here. Magic the Gathering is on here. Um, the marijuana <laughs> marijuana policy project is on here. Are you surprised? Um, AOL in parentheses from the 1990s. Yeah, just right. in case you didn't know what it, when it, <laughs> when AOL was created. Just in case. Fucking Earthlink is on that list now too. He's got he's got PayPal on Friendster. here. He's got PayPal on here, and then in parentheses it says legal money laundering. Okay. Well, Peta like on here uh, with uh, uh, in parentheses Pokemon's greatest nem- nemesis. <laughs> Planned Parenthood on here. All lives matter. Dot dot dot. Except for fetuses. It's not a life, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Oh, hey, Chick-fil-A, Christian food. That's traitor, apparently. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Christian food. <laughs> I just love, like, some of these, some of these, I feel like, does, needed a parenthesis. Like, yeah. what the hell's certain affinity? <laughs> he doesn't tell us. But then you have, uh, Cam- you have Call of Duty in Calvin Klein designer fashion. Like, okay, yeah, we know what Calvin Klein is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but did you know, though, that Reddit, Reddit's on the list, and in in parentheses, so, you know, because we need to know what Reddit does, uh, obviously, it says communism. Fantastic. <laughs> like, it's, it's funny, and it's, it's bordering on satire, because uh, I have had friends uh, think that this is all a joke. I until mean, you honest, look though. through his tweets and see, no... This guy is being very serious. Um, someone, some verified account on Twitter uh, retweeted his list and said, oh, my God, thank you so much for compiling this list. Now I know who to support and this and that. His response is just, wait, no, what? That's not what this is for. <laughs> they say yeah. the picture is worth a thousand words and a thousand words are worth millions of pictures. 
welcome to the Twilight Zone. <laughs> it makes me laugh. He's a man on the edge. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I on one hand, like it, it is so absurd that it has to be real and genuine. Yeah. But there's like a tiny, a tiny little thing in the back of my mind that's, that's like, well, I mean, this could be just like a like a some kind of front for attention. I don't know. Like, and is he you gaining absolutely is he gaining Almost certainly, there yes. You there you go. Um, because I, this is an absolutely garbage site. Like, and I don't say that in like the contents of the site is garbage. He, you know, it, like for the most part, it's largely just a games journalism site. Um, but what I mean to say is the layout is garbage. It looks unprofessional. It looks like it was, you know, spackled together by someone who's never looked at HTML before in their entire life, uh, which leads me to believe that it's just the one guy running the entire thing, which is most likely. And he, uh, makes it look like a legitimate or tries very, very hard to make it look like a legitimate gaming publication um, while using a very basic WordPress layout and probably the ugliest fucking paint shop pro logo I, I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. On the list you is know, also. We should RuPaul's. hire this guy to do the. Go ahead. Let's see. I was like, we should hire this guy to do our to redo our website. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I redid our uh, website. Thank you very much. Yeah, I know it looks too nice. Professional, <laughs> Ryan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do anything gaming related or gaming adjacent, you have to be trash, Ryan. You know this. Yeah, we have, we to, need really, to, we have to embrace it. I'm. We, I'm. We need to have- very sorry that I, in addition to being the editor in chief of Topless Robot, I'm also a fucking professional web programmer. Yeah, how Stop. dare you? Ryan, how you're holding us back. Stop trying. <laughs> yeah. What we need what we need is a shitty website, bottom of the barrel basic stuff, and we need terrible, like, Mega Man sprite renditions of ourselves. Like exactly. it's 2010 again. Uh, <laughs> uh, so a couple other notable... Get RSS feedback on there, Ryan. What the hell are you doing? There is an RSS feed on there. Is there? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Um, a couple other notable uh, uh, parentheses uh, on this list. RuPaul's drag, li- uh, drag Race is on the list. The parentheses... Drag list, yes. Uh, the parentheses say NSFL, not safe for life. Fantastic. By the way, RuPaul needs to make a list called his drag list. Just- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, buddy, we're out here on the runway and we're racing for pinks. Um, I heard I heard drag like, like <laughs> draglets. No, the draglets. I mean, it's draglets. It's where all of everyone who like <laughs> did I mean, something wrong or deserves to be dragged. They are on the draglets. Santa Monica Studio. You know what? That's actually a really good idea, <laughs> right? Santa Monica Studio in parentheses gave Kratos's Kratos's. What? He put a an apostrophe in there that makes no sense, but it's gave Kratos his wife's son. That's Kratos. That's a bad thing? Yeah. Listen to me, I don't want to play no bullshit babysitter game, dude, okay? I just want to keep things the way they are and play non-AAA titles like Nintendo games. And uh, in response to this... Boy, uh, 
not to be outdone, uh, the hard drive uh, portion of uh, uh, Hard Times is uh, creating a list as well of Traitors to America. All you have to do is go and like their tweet mentioning it in order to be added to the list of Traitors to America. Well, I guess I need uh, to go be a traitor. Traitor! This is just... I mean, this is awful that people like this exist. Yeah. People like this exist, and even further, uh, there was another guy whose name I can't remember. He's a YouTuber. Um, And uh, he uh, went on a white victimhood rant um, about, he basically said, until, he goes, I just learned that all the companies that I've been supporting for my entire life, as you can see, I've got this wall of games behind me. And, cool. and I've been supporting gaming my whole life. And I just learned that all these companies want me dead. And it's like, shut the fuck up. If that's what you think this is, fuck you. Shut the fuck up. It, and in fact, if that's what you think this is, I do want you dead. I do. I truly do. Not because you're white. Wants all this dead. Not because you're white. But because you hold that bullshit victimhood belief, fucking white I mean, victimhood is not even a thing. I'm tired of being alive. Pipe <laughs> <laughs> down, just... Dan, or your death gets extended another 10 years. <laughs> How the fuck do you put Bill Nye the science guy on this list? Brooks, you can't take away my right to complain about being alive or I'll have nothing left. <laughs> Uh, we've got uh, Brie Larson on the list. Her parentheses says lacks a butt. Uh, Holy shit. Does she lack a butt? I don't even think I've looked. Yeah, I don't think so because <laughs> like Captain Marvel, that's a skin tight suit. Yeah. I'm s- Why was that the thing that triggered him in that moment? You can just see the anger that he, as he was writing out this, obviously like, like slamming this fucking list together. And then every once in a while, it's just like, that, that person is like Brie Larson. She has no fucking butt. <laughs> for, for all the, the episode, right? <laughs> for all the easy fodder for someone like him to pick on, like, for someone who believes the things he does, all of the things that Brie Larson says, he could have said anything. He could have called her like a rampant SJW. He could have called her a lesbian. Like I don't know. Like, but he no but like yeah. Right. <laughs> That's the that, thing. That is the end of your creative genius. Thing. Is some of these some of these get get even even better. Um, BTS is on the list. Parentheses. Femboys cosplaying as male singers. All right. What? Um, <laughs> there was also, oh my God, Chitan. If if you guys have watched uh, last week tonight, um, Chitan uh, from is uh, uh, the um, mascot of a Japanese uh, prefecture. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's on the list as an aspiring troublemaker. Because he carries that bat? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, so and here's here's the biggest edgelord bullshit on here. Cliffy B is on here. 
Who's Cliffy B? Cliffy B uh, it used to be a head uh, game designer for Epic Games, uh, was oh, okay. attached to Unreal and, and all those games and shit like that, uh, and Gears of War and, and all of that. His parentheses says, used to make games for real men. Oof. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. yeah exactly. It's fucking ridiculous. Listen, I, I, I just want to go back to a day where they make hard games for hard men. <laughs> David Haters on the list. His parentheses says, voice of a legendary soldier. Okay. <laughs> okay, Bioware is on the list. And this, this parentheses doesn't make sense to me. A company with a tired face. What? What does that even mean? Yeah. I don't know, but I'm not surprised Bioware is on his list. Like, a, a, well, a, I know. I just want to know what a, what what a tired face means. <laughs> <laughs> Foo Fighters is on the list. In the parentheses, says there goes my hero. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons, the original Christian nightmare. <laughs> That's on a, unobjectively kind of hilarious. Oh my god. <laughs> That's, that sounds like the original Christian Nightmare sounds like an 80s like power metal song. You know, like it, it we, I, I gotta I gotta write that. I'm sorry. Now it's a King Diamond song, so oh. all right. <laughs> How interesting. Everyone here says traitor. Like there's a little thing uh at the end, a little link that that shows, you know, I guess why they're a traitor. Uh, that links to their tweet or their status. What what basically warranted them being on the list? Justin Bieber's on here. His parentheses says homeschooling gone wrong. Um, okay. And while I look through this list, every single link says traitor except for his. His says misguided traitor. Talking about the author or the Biebs? Uh, Biebs. Like the author put misguided traitor next to his uh, entry on the list. Oh, some of these say team mate uh, is a double traitor. A few of these are pro- on probation too. Not even they're not even just traitors. Theme is on probation. Better oh, not say more good things, or else <laughs> there's there's Markiplier's. Markiplier's is even better. His, his parentheses wasn't wasn't what I said before. It was. If chocolate had a voice. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's close enough. Yeah. That's enough. That's enough fucking airtime for this piece of shit. Um, oh, can we talk about that incel guy that blew his hands off? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> so amidst all, oh, that was great. all of classic. this, while uh, uh, historic civil rights movement is occurring. Um, that doesn't mean incels have gone anywhere. In fact, uh, if anything, they've gotten more bold due to months of quarantine. Uh, Their Brooks, finally started looking a little less uh, attractive after so many years. Yeah. <laughs> Brooks, do you want to Robin and Pocky? Do you want to do you want to tell us the story of this uh, gentleman here? Yeah, so this like twenty three year old guy from somewhere on the East Coast, I think Virginia. Yeah, I think it was Virginia. 
Yeah, decided that... <laughs> Sorry, an incel from Virginia is kind of hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> from the Dominion of the Virgin. Um, he, uh, so he decided one day that enough was enough, and he's like, you know what? Fuck these cheerleaders. I hate them because they won't sleep with me. So he tried to build a pipe, a pipe bomb to like blow up some cheerleaders, but he fucked it up, as incels are wont to do. And uh, he blew his hands off and, like, shredded his face with shrapnel, right? So he goes to the ER, uh, and he tries to tell them that he was in a lawnmower accident. <laughs> and they, they figured that shit out pretty quick. And uh, so now he's arrested now. <laughs> surprise, uh, surprise. Lawnmower injuries look different from explosive injuries. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm, I'm really sure he's been charged with domestic terrorism, so... I just reached um, my hand into the uh, lawnmower, and my hand exploded, and the shrapnel from the bones are what caused all these pockmarks all over my face. <laughs> I swear, that's what happened. You know, if, if you're going to do some dumb shit like that in the name of something even dumber... Like, just don't go to the hospital and save us all some time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just why not? Bleed out. Bleed out, dude. Bleed, bleed out. out. Bleed Honestly, out. I'm okay with him going to the hospital because we get to see his face and laugh at it. Yeah. <laughs> True. Good luck. We would never know. Having a life at that point, right? Like, you know, I, I it's you're a terrorist now. You are a domestic terrorist. Like, you... With you, no hands. With no hands. <laughs> with... No, no. With one hand... <laughs> With with uh, fewer fingers than you can count on one hand, uh, yeah. <laughs> God. And also, like the reason you lost your hands is because you're just a fucking horny bigot. Like, oh well, sorry. Yeah. See you later. Now you can never jerk it again. <laughs> Look. Oh man, he got, he got rid of all possibilities forever now he, not only can he not self-pleasure he's, he's screwed yeah right <laughs> which cool. is the ultimate punishment for unless stumps are his kink i don't settled. fucking know <laughs> nubbins um nubbin rubbins <laughs> <laughs> and we've got an episode title um yeah. Now, there, yeah. there's something that uh, I think uh, is worth saying uh, in that um, every normal human being feels horny sometimes, uh, is even bigoted sometimes. Every single one of us has been bigoted at one point or another in our lives, probably multiple times. I'm bigoted against bigots. <laughs> intolerance against intolerance is, is not intolerant. <laughs> um, I know. Two wrongs don't make a right. If, <laughs> make a left. if <laughs> those things define who you are, then it's a problem. Then you blow your if, hands off. I think I think I think if any one thing define, defines who you are, then you need to find another thing. I don't especially know, especially if it, especially if it's if it's you know blowing your hands off while <laughs> trying to commit domestic hey, terrorism. Leave Ryan's blue hair alone. He has more than just that. <laughs> he also has rings. I do. Uh, the king of bling. Thank you very much. Gotta go fast. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Do you I think it would make that shirt better if it was actually one of those like uh, '90s to early 2000s like uh, shirts you get at the mall 
where someone's clearly like spray painted that shit. Up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's got in puffy paint says Ryan yes. on the back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I haven't thought of those in so long. <laughs> Honestly, I have had this shirt for about twenty years. Oh wow! Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember when I was uh, young. Uh, I was probably about seventeen. I was living on my own, and my mom took me out to. Uh, buy uh clothes and we went to sears and sears had sonic shirts and i was like i lost my mind because like you didn't see video game stuff in in uh fucking department stores you know 20 years ago now it's all over the place now everyone's capitalizing on gamer culture and shit like that but holy shit I lost my mind. So I still have probably three uh, Sonic the Hedgehog shirts that I got at Sears 20 years ago. Jeez. I, I, I remember. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, was gonna say, I, I remember the first video game shirt I got because like uh, I didn't I, I didn't even see a son, any Sonic shirts out here at all until a little bit much later. But the first video game shirt that I got, my uncle had it special ordered for me. It was. It was like a ringer shirt with all the Mega Man 2 bosses on it. Nice. And then it's, I defeated these eight robot masters. And I ended up, I was like helping a friend move and a bunch of Mormons showed up. And one of the guys got really excited and pointed and touched every one of them. And just made me <laughs> really uncomfortable. And I haven't worn that shirt since. <laughs> By the way, Ryan. Stop holding your privilege above us. Not all of us can wear shirts that we bought 20 years ago, okay? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm getting there, Tyler. Look, uh, <laughs> I'm trying. I am definitely a sausage in a in a sleeve right now. Um, <laughs> this is a little tight, just a touch. Uh, but I don't really just care. Just back it. I like it. Oh, so there's a distinct difference. Uh, 20 years ago, you were like eight or nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 20 yeah, years ago. Twenty years ago, I was 17. Okay, yeah, Tyler, I, I you should wear- not be able to fit in a shirt that you had 20 years ago because you would still be child size. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't. I still can't definitely wear shirts that I wore when I was 18. I think I was 130 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I jumped up a hundred pounds since I was seventeen. <laughs> yeah, I've jumped up about seventy pounds since I was seventeen. Because I'm two hundred now. I was about one twenty, one thirty back then. Let me see. I my shoulders grew really like my shoulders just widened immediately after graduating high school for some reason. So uh, I. That's like the last metric that I can go by. And even then I was still wearing like not that far from what I am now. Sure. Uh, But definitely much closer now, which is fantastic. But um, I still have the last shirt that I still have from way back when, when I was in high school, it's sitting up there folded. It's nicely. It's the last t-shirt my granddad ever bought me. It was a classic Battlestar Galactica shirt. Nice. Got the Mall of America together. And I am waiting for the day that I can put that on and it feel good. Oh, Mall of America, that monument to commerce. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't like Mall of America, you don't like America. If you don't like malls, get the fuck out. America is a mall. That's right. Right. And you know what? It's the Constitution right next to Sabaros in the food court. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> in between the Samaros and the Orange Julius. <laughs> Don't tread on me and my steak escape. <laughs> um, so uh, back to uh, uh, what's going on around us and and, and things like that, uh, and uh, the you know Black Lives Matter movement. Um, it's a lot of people have definitely called out uh, some of these companies for virtue signaling. Um, and uh, that, I mean, definitely holds a risk. But as we talked about with uh, you guys, remember when we talked about the Gillette ad, when you see marketing making decisions like this, uh, you know that they are prepared for the backlash because they've analyzed the market and they know this is the direction that things are going, not the not where things are. Yeah. And. That's why I don't really care either way what any corporate brand says, because I know they're only doing it to make money, even if the message is right. right. So I just kind of roll my eyes and move on. That's why I put more uh, weight into uh, companies who have backed up their support, their their verbal support with money. Like, yep. weirdly, the Pokemon company. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. apparently, supposedly, this is not confirmed uh, Nintendo is matching employee donations to Black Lives Matter movements, but they're asking that it not be made public because they don't want to use it as as a thing to boost their image. That's yeah, cool. yeah, I've actually heard of, of of a couple of a couple of people doing stuff like that as well, um, and it's it's been really fucking awesome watching all these people come out. Honestly, like. Um, as much as like roll my eyes at when brands decide to adopt some kind of political stance, like it's been really cool how many how chill a lot of the, a lot of these companies have been. It's yeah. like here's like here's a post, you know, it's just some text and it doesn't have our you know, our name is, is attached to it, but it's not like and the people of Target have graciously decided to donate Target's money. Yeah, right. Like, eh, yeah, you know, I pick them as an example. I don't know what they're doing, but it's uh Well, one thing yeah. that they are doing, uh is uh, the target that was looted in Minneapolis? All of those employees are being paid still. Uh, mm-hmm. They're taking care of those employees and they're donating supplies to uh, the neighborhood uh, where that target is. Um, if I remember right, the owner of that specific franchise uh, came out in support of the protests and. Yeah has not been like he was not mad about the looting or anything because it's all insured yeah of course uh, i mean and and that is the correct stance um you know i i mentioned it last week you know uh thinking as a business owner as much as i'd hate to see the grid go up uh it's property it's uh, property is less important than people that's that's the end of it that's it um, yeah, things can be replaced people can't even, you know, uh, so many small businesses have taken that uh, same or similar stance uh, in Madison, Wisconsin. A lot of the businesses who were looted uh, in their main downtown area of State Street, um, those uh, all the glass that got shattered got boarded up. So Madison artists started going down and reserving boards and uh, going down to um basically draw art on their boarded up uh, windows. So the business could even either resell those or whatever. Like these are substantial, important, historic, you know, movements to take. And so that's a a very valuable thing to, you know, to do. It's a, it's a riot art gallery. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if 
you know, those pieces when they become historically significant, uh, in the same in the same context as a lot of the things that happened, you know, in the sixties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm it'd be really cool to see it in a gallery uh, that looks like a bunch of boarded up shops right. and stuff like that. Yeah, to, to preserve that cool. to to preserve its its uh, uh, locational context. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's it, yeah, it gives context to it. Yeah, I'm all hopped up on coffee right now, guys. So I'm just like, <laughs> Um, and yes, uh, apparently Target was one of the Minneapolis Police Department's largest uh, financial supporters. Um, but um, uh, the Minneapolis City Council is uh, looking into disbanding the Minneapolis police. Um, Redefine law enforcement. We only need exactly. one cop, and that's RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> he will shoot everyone's dick off. Tell that to Detroit. <laughs> um, You're both creep. <laughs> the, but it's, it's really interesting, the conversations that are coming out of this, and it actually, because of the scale of this entire movement, it actually sounds like a lot of these things are plausible. And it's interest, introducing a lot of ideas that probably a lot of people hadn't actually considered or thought about. There's this movement of the eight uh, the eight things. I can't remember what the, the full thing is. I'm going to look it up here real quick. Um, eight can't wait is the... Um, is the mm-hmm. platform. And these are eight uh, things that they're looking to implement right now. And so far in, in Dallas, Texas, one of these was immediately implemented, and that's the duty to intervene, uh, mm-hmm. where if a uh, police officer sees this kind of conduct like we did in, in Minneapolis or, or questionable conduct or, or something that made them uncomfortable, morally questionable conduct, it's their duty to intervene with that officer. Um, so the eight are ban chokeholds and strangleholds, require mm-hmm. de-escalation, require mm-hmm. warning before shooting, uh, require ex- uh, requiring the exhausting of all alternatives before shooting. Uh, duty, duty to intervene, ban shooting at moving vehicles, require use of force continuum, and require comprehensive reporting. And uh, this is just like one uh, movement that, that's occurring. The thing that makes the most sense to me, but is not kind of a part of this, this just puts different restrictions on police conduct. What the things that I've seen passed around and, and uh, being the ideas that I've seen floated are basically abolish police. Um, the thing, when you need a mental health check, you call the police. When you need uh, to, like, there are all these things that we are trained to call police for that, I mean, we've seen also a, a huge um, uh, amount of people pointing out how long police train in each place, which is ridiculously short compared to lesser, and I don't want to say lesser, but like by the public perception, lesser professions. Like you train longer to be a hairdresser than you do to be a cop. 
Yeah, it's hey. it's it's ridiculous. Hey. Like the uh, when it's I was in hard e- to tame my these logs. Okay, right? <laughs> When, when I was in when I was in EMT school, uh, in the building that we were using uh, across the way were all the, the the police guys and stuff like that. And you have to you have to train to be a paramedic longer than you do to, to be a cop. Yes, yeah. you know. And, and I, I, but these are people that were expected to call for mental health checks. It's no wonder that so many mental health checks end with the person they're responding to dying. Oh yeah, well I mean that's what you get when you send another mentally unstable person to them with a gun. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> but in instead, uh, you know, there's this movement to defund police or disband police and separate, you know, the different things that they do into relevant trained positions. Like, you know, uh, for mental health checks, you call a mental health professional, someone who has trained, someone who went to school for that shit, and they become the specialist for those types of calls. And it makes it, you can't have a blanket response force for any concern that the community has, especially when that blanket response force is only trained in self-defense and weapons training and those types of things. And especially uh, we all have have a friend who went through uh, police training after she told me how she was trained. I went well no sh- no wonder our police force has such a bad reputation because they're like from the moment they walk into acad- the academy they themselves are mistreated mm-hmm. it's a negative environment and it stays negative and that carries out and it's you can't just go oh well if you can't put up with it then you can't put up with the job no fuck you dude like that's not how that shit works in the real world you need to teach nuance and caring if you don't give that to them in training then they're gonna go out and force as opposed to applying that nuance and caring that they receive during training and that they were taught during training to the situations that they experience in in the streets. Because more often than not, those experiences, those those calls are going to call for nuance as opposed to aggression. And they're just way too quick, quick to aggression. It's, yeah, I... Uh... I think that the whole that whole thing from the beginning of you know treating treating your trainees like garbage because they're supposed to toughen you up, right? And then we spend money on that, and then we spend money on you know like body armor for everyone and like tanks uh, and ridiculous things that we don't need a police force to have, especially against their citizens, because it's like they're, they're they are us. You know, are uh, they're supposed to be uh, serving and protecting the citizens? They are the citizens. If you are not a civilian, if you're in the military, but everyone else is a, is a civilian, we need to stop taking these like military flunkies and giving them guns and saying, "Go out and protect us." Meaning, go out and pl- and you know play soldier for a while. And uh, you know, we don't need people like that. We need. People that give a shit about the places they live and the people that live there. We don't need people that think that they are they are separate from those people. Yes. You know? and, yeah, and if you even if you did want 
like military police instead, right? Like, at least hold them as accountable as you do actual soldiers. Yeah, right. But yeah. Uh, yeah what court, a, court a, like, like a, a friend of mine just got out of the army, and I've been talking to him about this constantly, and he says, like, this blows my fucking mind. Like, if I did any of these things, I would be court-martialed, like, immediately. Like, I had way more accountability as a soldier at the age of 18 than any of these police officers have for their decades in the force. Like, it's and, ridiculous. And tear gassing is a war crime. Yes. I love all the people online saying that it's not makes me laugh. Oh, my God. You know, it's... I mean, let's look, in terms of accountability, too, just, like, looking at the, the Buffalo situation with oh the God. police... Yeah department that all that resigned in mass where at first it was all shared that oh they were resigning to because they were protesting how that old man was treated they were no res- they were resigned God. because the dude who did it got punished and they're like no he was we just can't be following orders he was following orders like after they did that they still released the official statement as he tripped like yeah no! right yeah he, he, you literally see in the video that he was pushed, and also, like, before that happened, the cops also decided to resign in solidarity for the guy who got punished for pushing him. He got punished for pushing, but then the official statement was he tripped. Yeah. So that's, they can't even get their own story straight. That's a, that's a reflection of of how far in the past a lot of agencies, like police departments, are their excuses are still under the impression that no one is going to see what actually happened. And we're in the 21st fucking century. Everyone has a camera phone. Everyone can do any, like, like take a video of what you did and their excuses are still from 30 years ago. When it was like, Oh, he tripped. Oh, you know, <laughs> this Look, didn't happen. I'm going to go into left-wing uh, Alex Jones mode here real quick. Listen here. All right. <laughs> it is your duty as an American to film the police all the time. It is your duty as an American citizen. <laughs> when you see someone pulled over, when you see police, it is your duty to film that officer. You have too much hair. I eat my neighbors. I don't even fucking care. I'm ready ready to to eat my neighbors. Ryan, hold hold your breath a little bit more. You have to put the P in alopecia. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta gotta hold your breath a little bit more. Let your face get tomato red. Uh, Get that that big old vein right here. Uh, You'll be good. Uh, We even have like organizations out there dedicated. To people who want to defy orders that they don't think should be followed through with, right? Like, you have organizations like, give us a call, we'll let you know, like, we'll give you advice on why you should defy certain orders and how you should stand by that. And I don't, I don't think most of the cops give a shit about that. They'd rather just say it was following orders instead of defy a single order. Well, what is actually interesting, though, is that um, I think it was the NYPD reported that they are seeing a record number of resignations. And that's on top of normal uh, end-of-term, you know, uh, turnover. So um, it's, and I'm not saying not all cops. My my personal uh, view is 
uh, and the way that I defend yeah, the way that I defend my all cops are bastards stance is there are three types of police: bad cops, complicit cops, and ex cops. The only one of the three are ex cops, and that's not even always true. Yeah, well, I, I honestly I think it takes a hell of a lot of guts to if, if to quit your job, the thing yeah. that you've been doing for like ever, because. You know, you feel a conviction against that. Like, you know, I, I, I believe that, you know, yeah, the all cops are bastards. I am 100% behind that. Uh, and and the, those those three are great, you know, but it would be nice to see, and I'm sure we will see stories like this, of people that, you know, were uh, complicit with shit like that until, you know, this last week. And they decided that was, that enough was enough and that they were going to take a stand. I would. And that they may, they may, you know, try to find some kind of redemption in all this i would love to to uh uh never mind my brain just stopped i had a a direct response to you and then i got super super distracted i do want to add a little bit of nuance to the because i i don't think that all cops are bad i think that there's a there are people that get caught into the cog of the machine and they're not complicit because they there's a lot of uh there are a lot of stories about reports being made in in a department or whatnot and and those reports either being straight up ignored and never and nothing going to internal affairs and then so what are you supposed to do then do you immediately quit and when a lot of the a lot of these people that are in that situation Quitting is not an op- is not an option. Like you, you quitting is always an option. Quitting is always an option. Period. Quitting is always an option. I don't fucking care if you have to work at Target. Quitting is always an option. When you when you're faced San Francisco when you're when you're faced with a uh, a profession <laughs> that puts you in morally questionable situations, it is your job as a human being to quit. It may be difficult, but it is your prerogative. It is it is your it is in your fucking hands. You you have to quit that job if you have morals. Or you can to try and fight it from the inside out. The problem is that this is a systemic problem and that's why that these fights are happening. So a good cop is not going to offset a bad cop. These problems, these views live at the fucking heads of the police unions. These views live at the fucking chiefs of the police. So when you're reporting a bad cop, you're reporting it to another cop. All I'm saying is that when you're living in a situation, it's a lot easier to have that black and white, like, I have to quit when you're not the person who has to quit. That's all I'm saying. I have had to quit jobs because it was, I mean, obviously not morally, but I know that when I've reached a limit on a thing, it's, it's my job to get the fuck out because that's not where I belong. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And there are, yeah, I agree with that. But what if you have, let's say, let's say you're, you have three kids, you're a single household fam, a single, single paycheck family. And you live in San Francisco. You're, you're a fucking cop in San Francisco. And all I mean, and and what are your morals worth? I mean, are your how are your morals worth being put on the street and becoming homeless for your children? Right now, you're making that 
decision. Like right that now, decision you're making the argument of every other life that exists versus your family. Yeah, and that's a hard decision to make. Not for me. Well, yeah, but you, you know, you have to to jump in here. I'm not trying to side with with either of you guys, but um, it, it it requires it requires guts. It requires a lot of courage to see something wrong. You know, and a lot of the fi- folks that are quitting today, for, you know, quitting this last week for the right reasons, you know, fuck yeah. But, you know, it takes it takes a lot of a lot of courage. And like what Tyler was saying, you know, like sometimes it isn't as simple as being like, this is wrong. I can't do it because, you know, you find yourself in situations like that. I have three little three little little people that are depending on me for their you know to live. Uh, so, you know, yeah, I need this job, even though like. I watched a guy, you know, beat somebody up last week that was just walking across the street, you know, and when you have to make that decision all the time, do I do something about it? Do I not do something about it? It, it can wear a person down, you know, and I'm not saying that that is that is a good excuse for continuing no, to be complicit in crime at all. But what I'm saying is that it is ultimately up to the individual to decide whether or not they're going to do something about an injustice that they see. And anyone that that decides to, you know what? This is the first step in my taking a stand. I am quitting my quitting my job as a police officer today because it is not right. That that takes guts and it's and it's really hard. I, I, as know? someone who has changed career moves uh, a number of times throughout my life, it can be scary. But if you just do it, you're fine. Like you just have to do it. That's it. You just yeah. have to do it. And there's no better impetus than questionable morals than than pushing your own personal morals i would not violate my morals to support my loved ones period now what if you were a minority though and you had a harder time getting a job what if you were a black or hispanic or a cop that was in a some kind of minority spot where you were not able to find other gainful employment and you have a family that you have to catch. Like this, I'm all, honestly, to me, a little bit of like us be because I agree. Like for me, if I left my job now, I'd find a job tomorrow. That would be really easy for you too. We have, but we have decades of of a relevant experience in a field that we can go and use that experience to go elsewhere and find a good job and be able to support our loved ones fairly easily but if you're a cop that started being a cop when you're 18 you're not only are you a cop you're also a minority that's going to have a difficult time finding a job in a in a hard to, in, in a spot where basically your choice is make 40 grand as a cop which honestly not that much you don't make a ton as a cop or go and make minimum wage at Target or at Subway or something. Not necessarily. Just, take that uh, take that experience into a relevant field. Not all security positions are, you know, are are cop positions. That's yeah, it, it's well, okay. Let's take the let's take the situation, right? Someone in a specialized field having to find another job, right? And apply that to a different but similar field that isn't as human rights violating as being a cop, uh, like a fireman, for example, right? So say you have you, you quit your job at the firehouse as a fireman after being a fireman for 15, 20 years, you know? All houses matter, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like, you know, 
what are you going to do after that? Like, yeah, you know, you can go be an EMT, which makes basically minimum wage or a paramedic, which makes of slightly above minimum wage. Um, I did not realize really quick. Sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. I didn't yeah. realize how shitty that field can be. <laughs> oh yeah. We're talking minimum wage and tw- you know, 24 hour shifts. And you're not, you don't even get, you don't even get benefits or most nope. EMTs do not get benefits. Yeah. And that's no, mind that, blowing to me. That's, no, that that's, is, that is, that is something I learned uh, I, when I was doing information work for the medical industry for a long time. Like it was only like a year and a half, but I talked to a lot of people who worked at hospitals <laughs> and I'd be like, well, you guys must get like benefits or something right like, like you'd be surprised like that staggering amount of people who work in the medical industry don't even get medical benefits so you fucking kidding me That's yeah so it's ridiculous it, it is ridiculous but you know going going back to to translating yeah. that, that towards cops like yeah there are security security jobs but you're asking we're i should say we are asking a lot of people to reevaluate some of the things that they've just gotten used to turned a blind eye to or just got numb towards you know like this this particular last week you know sparking up this fantastic movement that i'm you know that that we're all very excited about but you know change requires a little time and each each cop out there has to just look at themselves and decide who they want to be and if they want to continue to be complicit in the crimes against humanity that Quite a number of police officers have committed against it's the, our citizens, or are they going to do something about it? And yeah, I think that if you're going to do something about it, you should do something about it. But at the same time, I'm also going to understand if someone takes a little time to try to figure that out, because like, you know, you're programmed to be a cop. What are you going to do after that? Sure. It's like, That's reasonable. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and I hope that it doesn't come across that I'm trying to make excuses for people. I'm oh, just, no, no. And I, like, I'm definitely just more saying with the all cops are bad cops kind of thing. It's just, I feel there's a little bit more nuance to the situation uh, in t- terms of uh, oh. when you add a little bit of humanity. Old man Tyler, it. it's, it's all cops are bastards. All cops okay, are sorry. bastards. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> yes. But yeah. That's, that's 13, 12. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, I, uh, you know, we we make it a point to not uh, uh, address uh, chat when we're doing the podcast proper. But uh, a very good point was brought up uh, in chat by Bryce. Uh, if you tell an employer I was a cop and quit for moral reasons, I bet you'd have a, a leg up. And he's right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That depends entirely on where you go. <laughs> yeah. Don't go to fucking, you know, don't go to OAF Nation and be like, hey, give me a fucking job because I lost my job as a cop because uh of moral reasons because they're just going to call you a pussy in every single fucking you know inflammatory thing but if yeah, you go too. you know somewhere else and be like look i've got these relevant you know this relevant stuff and i'm a fast learner and i'm willing to learn on the job uh i mean fuck man that's practically how i became a programmer and like it's just stuff that i was interested in since i was a little kid and i asked you know companies to give me a chance and they did you know, I've, obviously, I'm speaking from a point of, of privilege in, in, you know, doing that. But like if there's anything else in your life that you're interested aside from, you know, firearms and, and shit, like you can turn that into a career. If, and you can you can still turn firearms into a career that doesn't involve hurting people, too. Yeah. Like, strangely enough. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot you can do. So, I mean, you know, but. Uh, 
we're only we're only a week a week in, into into sweeping radical change. Uh, so I'm curious to see what what we're gonna get next week. You know what I mean? It's it's so interesting where we are right now over these last few weeks. Like it feels so significant, like everything that's been going down. And obviously, it's not. It doesn't just feel it is, but like holy crap, the amount even just so far the amount of new beginnings of change that we have seen in so many markets and across the world. Like it, Ireland. It, it, like <laughs> Ireland, yes. God damn it. No, hey, actually, honestly, and, uh, and it's actually... There it is! <laughs> it's worth noting uh, that the protests uh, have been happening worldwide. We've seen uh, mm-hmm. protests in London, in, in, in the UK. We've seen protests in Paris. Um, and uh, they have been going just as hard as the protests here in the U.S. Um, th- uh, a statue of Churchill was, uh, um, was vandalized, uh, or should I say improved. Uh, they, uh, strapped a Black Lives Matter sign to his chest and wrote underneath Winston Churchill was racist. You know, like this is happening everywhere. This is becoming not just a United States movement. This is becoming a worldwide movement. And that is incredible. And the argument that I've been trying to, to make for you know since the beginning of this whole thing anytime that i i find someone saying oh you know well uh the the riots you know they had me until the riots or any sort of fucking dog whistle bullshit that that they've been you know that that people have been spouting out um is you need to understand that this is not strictly about george floyd a lot of people are misconstruing what's happening right now as being about george floyd and george floyd alone a lot of people are attacking george george floyd's uh, character which has been a common practice throughout all police brutality cases is trying to attack the character of the person who died as though that's reason enough for them to die if they're a bad enough person then they deserved that death which is horseshit I don't care. I don't care if that guy like, like you know, took an upper decker poop right before <laughs> that that happened. Like nobody deserves to die at, at the hands of people that are supposed to keep that from happening. Absolutely. And um, the the point that I try uh, to make is that George Floyd isn't even the the straw. That camel's back has been broken for a long time. A long time. It is a drumbeat that has been going for a very long time, and it's nice to finally hear it getting loud, louder again. Yes. Yeah. Anyone who thinks this is just a protest about George Floyd just hasn't been listening to anything their entire life. Like you've or just have, been you've been under a rock. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, I, I like, actually never really understood that. I never really saw that people were being like, "Oh, hey, George Floyd went to jail." <laughs> I've like, seen, I've seen it. Yeah, it's I know. I, I'm fucking not as, stupid. I'm not, it is stupid, especially because I don't think any, I'm fairly certain every single person protesting, minus the extremely un-aware un, uh, uh, people, definitely are not looking at this like, we're protesting because George Floyd specifically died. Yeah, right. 
We're yeah. protesting. Yes, like, he might have not been a great dude, but that's not what we're protesting. We're pro- protesting the actions against him. Listen, <laughs> it doesn't matter what he did. Listen, Karen, imagine that a police officer killed you and then the entire world just spent the the whole time talking about that DUI you almost got because you're privileged as fuck on your way home from Sharon's house after that a particularly rebel-rousing wine night. Hey, Karen is the white person's inward. Don't say that. Oh, Christ. <laughs> How dare you? The people who unironically take up that fucking stance, I am so blown away by. Uh, people who unironically take that stance are Karens. <laughs> yes, yes, they're Karens. And nobody likes Karen. Not even in Ireland. <laughs> Get the Karens out of Ireland. <laughs> I am St. Patrick drove the Karens out of Ireland. <laughs> I, I will always go back to that John Mulaney sketch. If you're comparing the badness of two words, <laughs> and you can't say, you one, can't of say one of them, say, yeah. that's the worst one. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yep. Yep. <laughs> if you're gonna go around saying you can't call me Karen on Twitter because you can't call black people the N word, you've just decided for yourself which of those two words is more offensive. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, I I feel like I feel like we've we've had a laugh, but this has all been very heavy. Yes. Yeah. Very heavy thing to talk about. So if you don't mind me break you know breaking the mood a little bit, go what right would ahead. You say the best part about your guys' week was. Hmm. Well, I actually have had a very productive week. I've been really honestly kind of in the, in the dumps about how I have looked at this entire uh, quarantine and how the, you know, the world kind of feels to be falling apart. Though hopefully it falls apart and then uh, is re- remade in, uh, in a Phoenix-esque kind of way. Not Phoenix, the state, but the bird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a city, but... You know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Phoenix, worry, Tyler, state. you get a copy of our home game. <laughs> <laughs> and a case of turtle legs. And a year supply of rice <laughs> and San Francisco treat. I'm so close to making a poignant point without messing up. Shit. <laughs> Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, uh, so I honestly, I spent a lot of time this week really kind of reflecting on what was keeping me in the dumps and what was was making me personally, in addition to, you know, really trying to tap into the situation and kind of understand things and, and make myself better on that end of things, but also just from a very personal perspective. So I've been really working hard on, uh, I've, I've, I've played guitar every night this week. I've been uh really singing a lot and like and i've got my entire setup here now with my little mini recording studio and a pa system in my living room and uh really just you know i'm I'm back on the diet train and doing a whole bunch of stuff that i've wanted to do for a very long time and never and just kept getting too depressed or sad about it to really affect that change in myself and this is probably the most consistent i've been at really trying to help improve myself. I mean, it's only a week, so check back with yeah. me next week to see yeah, if it right. continues. Um, well, you got, well, you got yeah. one week down. One week down, you know, many more weeks to go. But Hey, man, don't undersell the value of a week. It's better than zero days. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. It's seven fucking days in a row. Yeah. 
Every single day. Inter- did something in a row is the kicker. Most people fucking fail on that. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. be, be proud of that. Yeah. yeah. I did something musical. I did something physical. And I ate well every day this week. So I'll, I'll, I'm pretty happy with it. That was probably the best part of my week this week. Hell yeah. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. What about, what about you, Ryan? Um. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, it's a tough one. Um, yeah. Bring that, some brightness to this world, Ryan. That, that's why I asked, because, you know, it, it's I, I feel like it's easy for me to forget myself and my personal life in the midst of all of this fucking crazy shit going on, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, my my life has been has become following all of this. I, I live super digitally. And uh, as a teenage robot (laughs) and uh, follow all of this extremely, extremely closely. Uh, Mm -hmm. My my respite is that uh, the people with whom I live are uh, wonderful, you know, uh, people who I love dearly. And, uh, um, you know, like uh, it care for me and it it is it it feels good. Um, Yeah. I guess uh, probably the highlight of my week is I finally kind of uh, lit a fire under my ass to get uh, my uh, uh, blue bassist YouTube channel going and took some promo pictures. And um, I have been working on a cover uh, from Gradius 2 called Burning Heat uh, basically since I got my TurboGrafx-16 Mini because I was reminded how fucking awesome that song is. And it uh, is going to take a while, so it's not going to end up being in my first video. But I made the realization that I don't need it to be my first video. I could just like bang out a quick and easy one. So I started working on a on a Sonic song. And uh, so I'm actually going to be putting content on the Blue Basis channel now. Uh, So I'm, I'm pretty excited for that because I've not really had... You know, like I miss performing. I miss performing a lot. And I haven't really performed like since I left Wisconsin. I haven't had a a group uh, since I left Wisconsin. And Mm -hmm. so now, you know, having this YouTube channel would be a good way for me to, you know, uh, pick out cool thing. Like remind basically remind myself (laughs) that I like to play music. Yeah, it's it's easy to forget. I mean, you know, like when when. You know, when, when my band kind of, you know, died, um, I found for like about a year, I just didn't even want to be around it, you know, because mm-hmm. it was it painful. And then now I'm just like, all right, well, those feelings are gone now. But now it's just like, I got to I got to do something. I, I got to play. I like to play music. I like to perform. I got to figure out a way to do that. And yeah. that's fucking dope that that you that you're uh, you're getting that YouTube channel going. I'm going to have to check that out with Ernest. <laughs> Goes to jail. <laughs> Scared <laughs> stupid. How about you, Dan? What's been the best part of your week? <sighs> I've been in emotional limbo for like over a month now, so I don't really have a lot going on. Uh, I'm angry. <laughs> That's about all I can say. Yeah. Oh, I, I did play... Uh, I did find a uh, Devolver published title that I did not expect I would enjoy that was uh, very surprisingly, like, excellent. Um, it was called uh, Stories Untold. Did you guys ever hear oh, about that yes, one? Oh, yes, I love Stories Untold. You know, 
I don't think I'm aware of that one. I played it as something it. that you 100% would fucking love. Yeah, dude. Hey, uh, I'm gonna write that down. I I, uh, I won't spoil any actual story elements, but it's it's four chapters, and it says as much on like the main screen. And uh, there's like some text adventure elements to it, some weird de- like puzzles that you have to decode, um, and it all kind of it has a very unique storytelling perspective that really comes together in the end. You yeah. will love it. You will 100% love it. It is seriously good. It's like good. 10 bucks too. It's, it's, it's super affordable. I streamed it back in like 2016 or 2017. You, yeah, you couldn't have it. came out in 2017. <laughs> well, I, I just know that I was in the apartment when I streamed it and I moved into the apartment in 2016 and then moved to the old house in 2017. So it was in 2016 or 2017 that I streamed it. But yeah, yeah, I've got a full. It came, it came play out 2017. Up. It's it was, so good. The, I'm have uh, to check that one out then. Yeah, that is. Uh, if if you do get the chance, that that is one I would like to uh, to see you play. Whether or not we record it as irrelevant, like I would just fucking yeah. love to okay. see you go through it because well, it's gonna it's it's gonna constantly hit you with surprises and revelations, and every time you're gonna be like, ooh, <laughs> oh, perfect. I, I I tell you what, uh, I, I wrote that down. I. I I take little notes on shit you guys say when we're here to, for me to look at later. Uh, we should do that the first chance we get. I will set money aside to to buy it, so that way we can play it. It's going to have have be played at a computer. Yeah. Uh, like, well, it, it's not graphically intensive, so his laptop should be able to handle it, right? Yeah, most... I, I well, think I guess I if you could handle uh, Tabletop Simulator, you should be able to handle that. Yeah, it, it's, it's an Evolver title so i assume that it's probably going to be psychedelic and have cool music and you won't have to deal with us flipping the table with infinite (laughs) (laughs) decently high-res 3d models but it's not animation intensive so i think you'll be fine okay i'll 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 make sure i'm spec i'm spec for it for sure hey hey dan i just want to say uh i think if you took a long time to get that that title because you weren't sure if you were going to like it that was your first mistake don't you know this is the devolver digital no, no, no. yeah right so I, <laughs> I didn't take a long time to get to it i just discovered it existed so like, <laughs> okay. it, it, it's been out for over three years and i just had no fucking idea it was okay. a thing oh um, man but it was it was it was awesome like i thoroughly enjoyed it uh that is ten dollars well spent like well spent cool which, which is good because uh in general like even even for playing video games lately, it's just kind of been, I don't fucking know, dude. I think I did another, yeah, I definitely did. I was I was up till nine in the morning playing Civ Five. <laughs> yeah, I finally I finally got into the rhythm of a game, and uh, I had a really good time because someone tried to flex on me, and then I rolled over their entire empire. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nerd. No better feeling. No better oh, feeling man. when they roll in and they're like, "I'm gonna kick your ass," and then you're like, "Bitch!" <laughs> it, it pissed the entire world off because I was the only person who went autocracy instead of freedom or order, and I made my culture so strong that all of their fucking cultures upheavaled. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone became an autocracy because mine was the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's rad. That's rad. Brooks, did you tell us what made your week uh, great? I already forgot. You better. Uh, I didn't actually. Uh, then I, then I tell us. I, tell us. I intentionally waited in, to hear you guys. In, um, enlighten us. Well, the highlight of my week. Uh, that's tough. Because uh, 
you know, it's been frustrating. Uh, I've, I've been dealing with a lot of personal feelings uh, this week. Uh, some of them very good. Most of them are unusual and, you know, definitely environmentally induced. Uh, as far as everything that's going on, there's a sense of helplessness and rage that just has prevented me from sleeping or eating all that much this week. Because it's just like, I just want to do something, you know, but I can't. And and then on top of that, it's just like all week, like I've, I've been talking with my folks about what's been going on. Because like my parents know what's up about me and, and not enjoying the company of police officers, even though my grandfather was a cop. Um and you know the entire time it's just like you know it's like i can't believe you'd say that you know blah 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 and then this whole week has just been uh a big um uh tr- me trying not to rub it in my parents face is like this is what i've been talking about the entire time yeah uh and so there's been some satisfaction doing that um <laughs> but i think i think the highlight of my week might possibly be uh I got some cool shoes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. That was such a good lead up to that statement. I just right. had to say, master got, of storytelling, Brooks, take your truth. <laughs> I, 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 I got some cool shoes. And, and like this material thing is not the best part of my week. I, I can't talk about the best part of my week right now. But uh, the highlight Ooh. of my week. Um, uh, I got this these. is a rated R podcast. You're like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Geographic fucking vans. Because, like, as a kid, I was so into National Geographic. National to me, Geographic adventure respect. started with the yellow border. I um, watch it for the. I read it for the articles, Bob. Oh, we didn't have. We, we didn't have any of the cool ones, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but no, it was just uh, like I decided, and, and really, it's it's part of. Uh, I, I know I've you know, talked on the show about this dumb keto thing that's annoying, and I talk about it all the time because that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. That's that's what I got going on. Um, but now I'm at a point where like I can start buying like regular clothes. You know, like I, I don't have to find weird specialty sizes or anything like that. And so I've just been having a lot of fun with like dumb shit. Like, well. Yeah, the world's on fire outside, but fucking, I bought these yellow pants. How about you know, yours? Or, or uh, <laughs> yeah, or um, you know, th- these shoes and stuff like that. Like, I'm trying to very desperately to relish those little things uh, in the wake of all this. Madness. How much have you dropped so far since going keto? Uh, over sixty, under seventy. Holy there. shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is amazing, bro. Mm-hmm. Seriously, holy shit! Thanks. Well, yeah, I, I can't wait to to show it off. Uh, you can't uh, wait. I can't wait. The next time we're all together, uh, hell, I, I even may, may take my shirt off again on camera. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I've I keep hearing these success stories on uh, keto diets uh, more so than I have uh, from any other diet uh, mm-hmm. in the past. Um, I won't. I wouldn't pretend that it's good for you because it certainly isn't. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I'm eating a lot of fat, lots of fat, 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 fat. I just can't have carbs. Like I can have 30 carbs a day. So I'm eating like bacon every morning with like, you know, and then a shit ton of butter in like the eggs that I make, or I found keto pancake shit. Uh, and it's just lots of butter, lots of fat. I- I'm, I'm an old man. I'm taking Metamucil. <laughs> I, I, I can't have 
I can't be as free with my vegetable choices as I'd like to be because most of the vegetables that I like are like, you know, have too a little too much. And I'm the kind I of didn't... person that that if I can't have a cup, like if I have to have like a cup of carrots, you know, then I'm just not gonna have fucking have carrots. <laughs> you know? like, I didn't I, I, realize I, how many carbs were in so many different types of vegetables, like carrots yeah. specifically. I mm-hmm. they are there's a lot of carbs in fucking carrots. There, it's and it's all sugar. It's all sugar. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm really tired of having to do fucking uh, math in my head every time I want to eat something. But, you know, this weight loss. Has been nice. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that, that has always cracked me up. My brother has one of those uh, little like scales that he has on the mm-hmm. countertop. So he has to weigh everything he eats half the time to measure mm-hmm. out like his entire diet. And I just laugh every time I watch him sit there just like, like sprinkling shit into a cup right. a couple, couple extra if I can make weight like you go to the whiteboard and it's just like okay so if I have X many carrots but compounded with this much diet I Dr. Pepper think but, you know, I think I can is, add one more salt granule yeah as obnoxious as it has to be to do that it fucking works it's working for Brooks it works for my brother like and it can work for you too join the topless robot weight loss program <laughs> wouldn't be a bad idea to to do well, you know like, something like that like uh I, 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 We'll make was, Dan scream at you for an hour like every time you those, reach for a Twinkie. One of those <laughs> office uh, weight check groups or whatever. I, I was actually going to, like, write, because I I'd started this the week before, you know, we all had to separate and shit and, you know, not see each other or the sun ever again. Uh, and I was going to gonna suggest, like, you know, like, two weeks into it after I, you know, picked up some steam and got over being keto sick and shit like that. You know, it's like, oh, you know, every Sunday that I showed up, I was be like, hey, take a picture of me, you know, and, and then we'll do like a time lapse or something like that. But sadly, yeah, I've been inside this whole time. So I've lost all this weight and I don't have that as many people to impress as my <laughs> vain heart desires. The only person you truly need to impress is yourself, Brooks. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, it's been a long time. We've been stuck inside. Please fuck that guy. <laughs> you, know, you know, Ryan, Brooks is a self-professed attention whore. He needs it. He must have it. <laughs> I, 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 do, I do like attention, but honestly, like, in the in, in this brave new world, uh, I, I am I am adapting quite nicely. <laughs> <laughs> oh my well, god i saw I, I saw a trailer for a movie called in a world yeah that exists um, yes yeah that came I, out I, I years ago this week yeah yeah in a society <laughs> in a world in a time in a, world. In a place <laughs> um when, when the podcast is over the podcast <laughs> is indeed over and has been technically for probably about 20 minutes um anyway oh we're gonna God. leave it at that i think that the high point of the week is a good replacement for ask reddit this week um, i like it everyone be safe uh protest the fuck out of your your beautiful beautiful asses just fucking yeah. support Support, support. I'm going to put that little, uh, that, that link that we got from Alex last week up on the screen again. Uh, blacklivesmatters.carrd.co gives you a multitude of ways that you can support the movement right now. Um, and uh, as mm-hmm. I said at the top, if you're a racist, you're not welcome here, period. Our, and, uh, we do I'll not add, cater to racists. We do not. And I want to add one thing. Take care of yourselves. Yes. With, all yeah. the, with how shitty and crazy the world is right now, it's hard. It's really easy to kind of let yourself 
fade into the background. And but if do you're, what you can to be happy and do what you can to be healthy. And if you're going out protesting, remember the coronavirus is indeed still a thing. So uh-huh. fucking wear yeah. your masks. Uh, take all the necessary precautions. I know it's not really practical to socially distance in that type of situation, and especially not when you're being literally tear gassed by police officers. Um, but uh, it is it's still a thing, and and we're seeing a spike mm-hmm. in Arizona. A significant spike, greater than we have had since this whole situation started. Um, this is my surprise face. Yeah, right. Uh, just you know, be safe. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Take care of others. Love yourself. Love others. We're all in this together. And one last thing: while you're out there wearing your masks, be sure to attack and dethrone God. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Just yeah, like the Weather that, Underground that, mission that, statement that, says. And, and and here I was going to say, do your homework and know, know your exits. But that, that, that's not <laughs> <cut it> out. <laughs> Thanks for watching and or listening, everybody. We'll see you next week.